0: Welcome to Comicula Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present, to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy. And with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, May twenty second, twenty two. It's a great number, by the way.
1: Twenty two, twenty two.
0: Right. Today is all news, and we have got to start off by mentioning the passing of the late, great George Perez. We have put that off, and uh, he has just been monumental to the comic book community, the comic book art part of this. Yes. And his impact on Teen Titans and DC properties has just been... you You can never replace it. You can never do any better than that. So thank you George Perez uh, may you rest in peace we appreciate you you will live on as a legend forever yes all right from one artist passing creator passing to another one having his likeness being restored Stan Lee's likeness and name and signature and yabba dabba do are now like part of Disney and, and Marvel <laughs> yabba dabba do <laughs> yabba dabba do it's it's different than yada 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 okay
1: oh
0: <laughs> so yeah how do y'all feel about that like marvel we're, we're we're gonna get stan lee cameos again but like should we have them should we not
1: okay so is What's that going on that's what i was gonna ask like is that what they mean by the likeness is that they'll just kind of cgi him into somewhere like they have been doing him i'm one i mean not like they have been doing but where he just makes appearances in the marvel movies they're just gonna still put him in there somehow
0: from the article that I sent, it meant possibly even more than that. Really? Yeah, like he they could use his likeness in uh, amusement parks and things of that nature. So they're kind of going full ham on it. It seems like, uh-huh.
2: yeah, I'm 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 not cool with this. As far as like, <laughs> if they want to put like in the park, I could see them doing like maybe a statue or something. That's fine because like Di- Walt Disney has his statue at you know Disney. World, Disneyland. I forget which one it is. But anyway.
0: I was gonna say is I think Jack Kirby also has a monument at like Disney World. I believe they unveiled it here not long ago, maybe uh right before Chadwick Boseman's
1: pricing. Who's Jack Jack Kirby? Man.
2: We have we have failed you. <laughs> Jack Kirby is one of the biggest other than like Stan Lee and Ditko. But he's like one of the biggest artists and creators at Marvel.
0: Yeah. Huh. Definitely Mount Rushmore of of comic book people. Yes. Absolutely.
1: Might should have read up on that before being on the podcast, huh? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because then we wouldn't have
0: been able to have this discussion.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know how I feel about like, I don't like this because... I think they'll use him in movies because before they had done, before he had died, he had like his entire body like digitally scanned. So it was rumored that they were going to after his death, because this was before like it was leading up to where, you know, he wasn't doing well and all this stuff that they were planning on using like his digital likeness in cameos. But I find it gross and morbid and like just let the man rest like i don't need to have his cameos especially if it's going to be this weird cgi model of him but yeah yeah i was going
1: to say that i i agree on that like i like him being in those those making those cameos beforehand i mean especially now like everybody knows it's not him and so just let him let him be and like i, I agree with richard too that um i could see him having a statue or even like You know, if you're coming into a, a, starting a ride, like getting in the line, like having just a little voiceover of of him saying like, welcome or something like that, but
2: excelsior.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That'd be in the whole catchphrase there. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree with Richard on that. Just, just let him be like, and I feel like, I don't know. Part of me is like, my heart goes out to the, to the family of him too. I mean, like, yeah. How how are they supposed to get over that and move on and that type of thing if he's just there all the time?
0: Yeah, from what the article was saying, it was, I think, the daughter that was trying to get the rights back from another company that had all this. So I'm not sure exactly the details on how Disney's able to get in there because it's a 20-year contract mm-hmm. oh, that wow. they have all these rights for now. I am on, like, I'm, I'm so torn, honestly, because... On the one hand, I'm fine with honoring the man with his legacy as long as it's tasteful, like a statue in disneyland Disney world, something like that oh you know that's i'm I'm cool with that I'm cool with like y'all were saying something about the rides and him you know doing Excelsior, explaining the ride or whatever else, narrating the ride or something like that's that's cool you know once in a lifetime kind of experience or not really once in a lifetime anymore, but you know <laughs> used to be back in the day <laughs> but like I think once we cross the threshold of like cereal boxes and (laughs) stuff like that, you know what I mean. Where that it becomes now, it's like okay, now you're just using the man as a cash grab, and I don't want to see that. Like that's what I don't want to see at all. Yeah, Uh, nice little cameos here and there are fun, and they you know it's it was fun to see those. So I don't know. Like I said, I'm kind of torn on it. I, I just whatever's done, I hope it's done tastefully, and I hope it's done to actually commemorate a legend in the community, is
2: what I hope. Yeah, you definitely don't want it perversed. Though, I'm not going to lie, like Excelsior O's or something would probably be really tasty. <laughs> 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 One last thing that just a fun fact was, uh, Jeremy, his last cameo was featured in Captain Marvel.
1: Woo! Three <laughs> son! <laughs>
2: Would those
0: Excelsior O's be like Fantastic Four logos and X-Men, yeah, X Men? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. The
2: Circle X logos and, <laughs> or onomatopoeias <laughs> like Bam, Pow. <Powell. laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be great.
1: Be like the fruity pebbles too. So then it'd be like all the colors.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, we're just giving them ideas now.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's copyrighted by Comic Comics Podcast.
2: All rights reserved.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Legally binding. All right. So from one bad news thing to another bad news thing, it looks like HBO, Discovery, CW, whoever owns who at this point in time, whatever <laughs> smorgasbord is going on, has decided, fuck it. CW sucks. Let's cancel all their shit. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I know we don't really talk a whole lot of CW and stuff like that and DC shows and stuff like that. I I hope that changes. I hope we do actually start to talk more about them because, you know, then they're actually really, really good. And, I mean, we talked about the Batman. We all love the Batman. So hopefully that's that's the kind of course we're going to be going down, especially with this new merger. But, yeah, uh, I mean, Wonder Twins, like, that's already been canceled, which who didn't see that coming?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, my note here just says, Good. Like, that's all I have to say. <laughs> that's all I have to say about it.
0: There I am. heard good things about Naomi. And I mean, that's a relatively new comic book series, too, that I've heard good things about. But apparently, it sucked so bad that the first season just was canceled. Who? <laughs> 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 it's a book I haven't even read. I it's it, it took off. It did really well. So I don't know if it just had like hopeful Miles Morales vibes or something like that,
2: but it's written by Brian Michael Bendis. It is in the DC universe and it's about a girl who she sees Superman fight, I think Mongol or something in her hometown and it kind of inspires her. Eventually she learns she's like a Extra dimensional being like her parents are, and she has superpowers, and she decides she's going to be a superhero as well.
0: So, this sounds like Miles Morales mixed with America Chavez.
1: Yeah, I was kind of wondering that honestly. <laughs> like, when you said, like, she realized that she had those powers, I'm like, didn't we just see that in the mm-hmm. theaters?
0: <laughs> I do thoroughly enjoy Brian Michael Bendez. I what was really cool, I listened to. I believe it was at the time Fat Man on Batman and he was on there and they were doing an interview. If it wasn't him, then it was on The Nerdist. It was one of those. And his inspiration for like Miles Morales and characters like that were like his adopted kids that he has and trying to give them some kind of representation Mm -hmm. in comic books. And so I thought that was really cool, especially the uh, impact that Miles has actually had on society and comic books just in general.
2: Yeah, his take on the ultimate Spider-Man, like, it's phenomenal. Fitness doesn't do great with these really high and powerful, like, characters, but when it's, like, street level, like a Spider-Man or something like that, he absolutely captures, like, with dialogue and everything. Like, I love his take on Spider-Man and Miles and everything.
0: Yeah, I've heard Superman was kind of a miss on his run, so. Yeah. Um, it looks like we're not getting any more Legends of Tomorrow but that's that's been axed. Yeah. Batwoman, which I kind of find surprising because they just cast a new Batwoman, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah, the the Legends of Tomorrow I was sad on just because I've watched I watched Arrow and I watched Flash and I started watching Supergirl when she started tying into those shows. I fell off of Supergirl. It was bad. Arrow <laughs> got bad near the end. Flash, I haven't watched in a while now because it started getting bad. It's the only one that's still going, though, that apparently still gets ratings. Legends of Tomorrow, though, as goofy and and hammy as it was, or campy, it was really fun to watch a lot of the times. So, I'm sad about that. Batgirl, I'm sorry for any Batgirl fans that may be <laughs> listening, but Batgirl can fuck off. Like, it was such an awful show. <laughs> I, you know, there's always been this
0: rumor of J.J. Abrams and his Justice League Dark. I've yet to watch the actual Swamp Thing TV show. I have it, and I've just yet to actually sit down and watch it. Mm -hmm. However, I've seen that Matt Ryan, Constantine show that was on NBC, and that was a pretty awesome show. And his take on Matt Ryan is just freaking spot on. And I've heard that he wouldn't be coming back for that. That was the rumor anyways. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of disappointing. But like, I don't understand why we haven't tried. Uh, hopefully with this new merger, we do. But a J.J. J. Abrams Justice League Dark might be super awesome.
2: Yeah, I would love a Justice League Dark. I think you got to establish the Justice League first or I don't know. People need to know like what the Justice League Dark is, which those for our audience Who don't know, it's a version of the Justice League that deals with paranormal type events. So it usually has Constantine, Swamp Thing, was it Detective Chimp? Is that his name?
0: Yep, Detective Chimp.
2: And I think it had Wonder Woman at one point during, because there was a recent run where she's like a possessed by a witch or something.
0: Yeah, that new 52 run I think had Wonder Woman. Dead Man's usually on there sometimes. That's it, Dead Man. Usually on there sometimes. Dead Man's usually on there. <laughs> <laughs> and Zatanna is on there. Oh, yeah. It. So it's basically DC's version of the Midnight Suns is what it
2: is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a better way of summing it up.
0: <laughs> but if you don't know who the Midnight Suns are, <laughs> then it is, like, like Richard said, it's a group that goes out of superheroes that go out to handle paranormal things. Yeah. Villains, events.
1: Why weren't they in the Paranormal Activity movies?
0: Well,
2: Because those movies are shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it didn't get big enough to need them, Jeremy. No, That's
2: why. me. me.
0: <laughs> All right. So from one uh, DC, you know, getting rid of a bunch of shows to Marvel adding a show. It's been confirmed, I guess, that we're getting Daredevil season
1: on Disney Plus. It's only confirmed if Richard confirms it. Okay, well,
2: <laughs> I'm confirming it.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think we all knew it was coming. So yeah. let me let me ask this question with the, with us watching Moon Knight and not being very impressed with that. Are we worried about Daredevil at all?
2: No, because one, it's a different writing team; their credentials. Are a bit iffy in this article <laughs> 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 on some of the shows that they've worked on. But I, I don't, I have trust. Like, this is also going to be a reboot from what I gather. It, like, in other words, it's going to keep all of the same characters and actors. Nice. From the Netflix series. So I think we're still going to get all of the like Karen Page and Foggy Nelson and stuff. Nice.
1: So whenever you say a reboot, So it's not going to be just carrying on from what they had done on that Netflix series. They're just going to actually redo the whole thing. Start from the beginning.
2: Correct. I I don't think any of the Netflix stuff will be canon now. It'll just be like it's it's a parallel universe. It's a multiverse world like the Netflix show. But this new show will have the same actors and actresses playing those same characters. But they're now telling a different story. Gotcha.
0: I don't need to see a new origin story for Daredevil.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping that's what I was saying. I'm hoping they don't do a whole another origin story. We don't really. I, I'm I'm with you. I don't. I don't feel like we need that. It's kind of like the whole Batman origin story. We don't need pearls anymore. More ball on the street.
2: So. <laughs> I don't think so. When I when I said it's like a reboot. I think they've learned that some of these characters don't really need, like, an origin. So I really think we're going to hit the ground running with the new Daredevil show. You know, I could be wrong. I hope I'm not wrong. But I think they're just going to make him, judging by, which we'll get to that, the She-Hulk trailer, I think we're absolutely going to see Matt Murdock. Supposedly, we're going to see him in Echo as well. He'll be Daredevil. He'll already be established. We won't have to have an origin story. If they do, it'll be like a flashback in like one episode or something.
1: I wasn't gonna say. I guess he kind of was already established as Daredevil a little bit, even in the Hawkeye series, because he did appear in that one.
2: But that was that was Kingpin, Vincent D'Onofrio. No, no,
1: no, no. Wait, sorry, not Hawkeye. Wow, I was completely wrong. <laughs> uh, in in uh, Spider-Man. Yes.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, especially I, I honestly find it surprising if we if we did do a reboot because we had we sat there and moved all the Netflix stuff to Disney Plus, and they didn't have to do that. But they've also moved over like the Inhumans and things like that as well, which they didn't have to do that either. But I I think that's more because we're gonna get Quake than anything else. But that's just that's just me speculating. So
1: who. Mm. Cool. <laughs>
0: The main character of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show was Daisy Johnson. Her code name is Quake, and that's that's like, she's been on that show for seasons and seasons and seasons. So, she's a character in Marvel Comics. So, yeah. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, I I stopped watching that show, obviously, after only about, like, two or three seasons. So.
0: (laughs) Well, you saw her. I did well. She was the main character.
1: Well, I was also, again, like, I don't know how many years ago. So,
2: (laughs) Jeremy's trying to say is that he has the memory of a goldfish. Exactly. (laughs) Poor Goldie. (laughs) All
0: right. So, uh, you know, another rumor, too, to go along with that, just this is kind of on the fly. I've been hearing rumors of Punisher rated R movie coming. Really? So I know we were talking last week, the the probability of that. And again, it's just a rumor, but it was something that I saw articles about. So I don't know.
1: I don't know. Cool. (laughs) I was really hoping you were going to be going to the rumors of Mephisto that we've been seeing. (laughs) As we get closer to the Midnight Suns. (laughs) All right.
0: Another article I saw about Disney Plus shows was the timeline has been released as far as, and this this is confirmation, this has been confirmed, the timeline of Secret Invasion has been released. And it's going to take place during the blip. So now that should that that should throw up a bunch of questions, as like Mm -hmm. because we know for a fact all the people that got blipped, and we know for a fact that Maria Hill and Nick Fury are supposed to be in this TV show. What say you, Jeremy?
1: Well, my my question was going to be: Is there any correlation between Secret Invasion and Secret Wars? Really? No. Okay. They just like the word secret.
0: (laughs) In comic books, no. But I feel like they could tie them together. Really? How would that be? Well, because you know, Secret Wars, a lot of the times is variants of our heroes fighting. You know, our heroes. Mm-hmm. Scrolls can shape shift into anybody that they want to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is kind of a, a a speculation video or a speculation rant I had here however long back of how they could tie in Secret Wars and Secret Invasion and it being a. A scroll Avenger kind of assembly taking on our new Avengers or whatever the case may be. Now, is that likely? I mean, I I don't. I wouldn't say it's likely, but I could see. It's possible. It'd be out of left field if they did it.
1: So, Secret Invasion is about how telling about whenever the scrolls come in and like start replacing like Fury and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay.
0: Which Fury I don't think got replaced. He actually led a team in to take on the scrolls, I believe, during during the secret invasion.
2: Yeah, he it was established that I think Nick Fury died at some point before that and then it was established that it was a life model decoy and that the real Fury was hidden away in some secret like bunker uh, that S.H.I.E.L.D. had during the secret invasion. Yeah, so you bring up a good point about like this is taking place during the blip. Both Maria Hill and Nick Fury get blipped. So, I guess that's the like are they is it I'm I'm assuming that this show is going to be like is this the real Maria Hill and Nick Fury or are they scrolls or the ones that got blipped were those scrolls? Like I don't know. This really kind of confuses the hell out of me (laughs) by doing it during the blip. Because
0: the the way that the the TV shows go and stuff like that, like we had we had Infinity War and Thanos wins, he snaps his fingers, we see everybody blip at the end, that end credit scene of Infinity War, we see Maria Hill blip and we see Nick Fury blip and as he's blipping he's hitting the beeper for, to call Captain Marvel. So then we get a Captain Marvel movie... (laughs) that explains the scrolls okay and we get and we get how they're shape shifting and stuff like that and how they've been made to look like a villain even though they're not mhm and they actually work with Nick Fury and Nick Fury actually has a history with the scrolls in this i guess now 616 universe so it's the 1999 also <laughs> That also, there's another end credit scene in... Well, I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. So then we go to Spider-Man Far From Home and the Nick Fury and the Maria Hill that somewhat work with Quentin Beck are scrolls we find out by the end of the TV show or by the end of the movie.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And then there's an end credit scene in... Is it Far From Home? I can't remember which one it is now. Yes. Where... Nick Fury is shown digitally on a beach and uh, somewhere, but really he's in a spaceship <laughs> or a space station outside of our atmosphere.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it looks to be the real Nick Fury because we just saw an, an end scene of a scroll taking on Fury in Hill's place. On top of, we've got scrolls that met up with Monica Rambeau here at the end of Wandavision as well. So. Uh, the other interesting part of this also is that I was watching in uh, Infinity War today, and as they were starting to blip, or as shit was starting to hit the fan, Fury looked over to Hill and said, "Call," I think he said, "Call control," or "Call damage," is what I think he he called. It was called one of it to me. It implied he was saying, "Call damage control." Hmm.
2: Yeah. So it looks like this, just by this huge revelation that they gave us. This is going to be a huge departure from the actual Secret Invasion comic, which I'll be honest with you, I read it and I hated it. I didn't think it was very interesting. (laughs) Because in that, they replace superheroes. And if it's during the blip, like the only people that are left are essentially the original recipe Avengers. So it looks like maybe they're replacing just government officials which sounds even more boring and stupid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I agree because, I mean, you know, Bucky was one of those people that was blipped. Uh, If Captain found Bucky out and about, he would probably flip his lid and wonder what the heck is going on. Mm -hmm. They were still doing stuff as Avengers. In Endgame, we saw, like, we had Black Widow talking to Okoye and Captain Marvel, and Rocket, like all these people in different sectors and different stations doing stuff, and they're still doing Avengers-type things. So it would be extremely odd to see somebody walking around as Rhodey mm-hmm. or somebody walking around as Bucky or whoever, you know, T'Challa. Like, no, that's there's no way that happens. No way.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed by this news, to be honest with you. I'm I'm wondering... Like I feel like they're writing themselves into a corner here with this, but I don't know. I mean, I'll I'll reserve all my thoughts until we see an actual like trailer or we get to know a little bit more.
0: My like, I mean, y'all like y'all's was the first thing I was like, okay, well, how does that fit in with Nick Fury mm-hmm. and Maria Hill? Yeah, and Emily Clark supposedly being Varanki, which is the Queen of the Scroll, and possibly this. Um Romeo Juliet Scroll love affair between a good faction of the scrolls and a bad faction of the scrolls. I'm not digging that really a whole lot either. No,
2: no. <laughs> that sounds so dumb.
0: <laughs> do you think that this is and I know you're gonna raise your hand on this, Jeremy? Uh do you think this is a way for them to bring in Hulkling?
1: Who? Is that kind of like Younglings but a but a Hulk?
0: So throughout this whole adventure that we've had with um the new people coming in, it looks like we're either building a young Avengers team or a champions team. Yeah. On the young Avengers team, we we've already gotten Wiccan and Speed, who are Wanda's children. We've gotten Kate Bishop. We've seen Elijah. Oh, I can't remember his name now.
2: Patriot. Just call him Patriot.
0: Yeah, that's that's what his code name becomes is Patriot. We've seen him already. So, like we've already seen a lot of members of the Young Avengers team come in. One of the other founding Young Avengers members is Hulkling, which is, if I'm not mistaken, I can't remember this exactly, but is that a scroll and Cree mix?
2: Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's a he's half scroll, half Cree. Because the whole Crees and scrolls constantly fight each other in the comics.
0: So Hulkling is a member of the Young Avengers. And so I was wondering, like, is this their kind of way of getting Hulkling situated and, and in the MCU? Because we've already established so many other Young Avenger characters.
2: Yeah, I I absolutely think that's probably what they'll do. We've gotten, like you said, all those characters. America Chavez is another one. So... We'll absolutely probably get Hulkling in that. I guarantee you that'll be a reveal. So the Hulkling, I mean, does
1: he have any of the Hulk's powers as well? No.
2: Then what? He's just... Why is He's just called what? Hulkling. He's big and green. <laughs> and he can change his, like, his whole power is he can change, like, he'll give himself wings or something and fly or give himself, like, you know, like big strong arms to like punch things and stuff. Okay. I mean it's the same it's the same reason why I'm calling Jessica Drew Spider Woman because she's she's not even related to Spider-Man or has any kind of connection. She was a ex Hydra experiment and just had weird powers and called herself Spider Woman. They <laughs> they've done they've done that with other characters. Uh, that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. But yeah, it's just something you have to like just move on. He's called Hulkling. He's not related in any way, shape, or form to the Hulk. Just somebody is having
1: a lazy day. Like, hey, he's big, <laughs> green, just yep. Kind of, we'll just call him Hulkling. But Yep. You know, the other guy over there is like, but he has nothing to do with that. We're just <laughs> going to call him Hulkling. Move on. I
2: said <laughs> we'll call him Hulkling.
0: <laughs> the other big thing about Hulkling, too, is that he actually has a relationship with Wiccan. Yo, yes. In the comics. So that also brings in that whole LGBTQ kind of deal as well. So that would kind of go towards that audience. But you explaining the powers of Hulkling kind of makes me be like, maybe we're not going to get him because they can't even do Ms. Marvel's powers right and not make her a Green Lantern.
2: That's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. I don't know. We'll see. All right. We done with
0: speculating on that? Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> Sounds good. Alright, meat and potatoes of this. We got a She-Hulk trailer this past week. What do y'all think about it? I've heard a lot of gripes about the
2: CGI on this. The Yeah, okay. So the CGI, like, <laughs> one of one of my first notes about this, the CGI looks awful. Like, <laughs> she looks like Fiona from Shrek. <laughs> I really, like, I know this is the first trailer, and they've got a while you, you know, that leaked date I think that we had in each other, they'll probably improve it, I hope, because it is so drastic when you see the Banner Hulk next to her. It looks really bad so far. Uh the, the leaked
0: date that Richard was talking about, supposedly Disney UK, Disney Plus UK leaked out that this TV show would drop on August 17th. So we'll see if that actually is the truth or comes to fruition. The the worst part that I noticed was her hair and just that the danger room type sequence <laughs> that they had. That was that was kind of where I was like, her hair was all kinds of like crazy wig looking or whatever. So I was
2: I was like, oh, OK, then I just have to mention that. Well, in that danger room scene, if you pause it, you can see the saw blades have Stark Industries, like, printed on them. <laughs> and I just find that funny because it's like, I guess after he got out of dealing weapons they started making saw blades or something?
1: <laughs> it's construction. It's, it's building instead yeah. of tearing down.
2: What? Okay, well, hang on. Since you bring up construction, <laughs> in that trailer, I think we see the wrecking crew. We see a bunch of thugs with crowbars And like a hook on a chain, some crossbows. Is that the Wrecking Crew?
0: They have been rumored to be in this show since months back. That that's been the biggest rumor is that the Wrecking Crew would be in this. Also that Abomination would be in. We actually saw him in his cell. And it looks like he can now control whether he's the Abomination or not, which is odd.
2: Yeah. So...
1: The wrecking crew is is a real thing. Oh yeah, like just <laughs>
2: some guys that just got tired of dealing with Starks like destruction. So I absolutely knew you were going to bring this up. Is why I have this in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> so the wrecking crew, they are they all have different names. I'm not going to list their their real world names, but there's the leader, the wrecker. There's Thunderball, Bulldozer, and Piledriver. And they're ridiculous villains that are featured all throughout, like, the Marvel comics. They're in tons of different, like, they're in She-Hulk, they're in Hulk comics, they've been in Spider-Man comics. They're, like, absurd. But I love their origin story. One day, the leader was grabbing a hold of an enchanted crowbar, and it got struck by lightning, and it, like, went throughout all of his crew. And they all gained superpowers.
0: (laughs) Nice.
1: So like, instead of like sword in the stone, it's like crow in the crack. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) That has so many different meanings. Uh (laughs) You know, Jeremy, I haven't even thought about that. But could it be, you know, we we got Vulture Mm -hmm. from damage control or from an issue actually with damage control. There was a cleanup crew and damage control was coming in. And took them out of commission, essentially, is what it, if I remember that correctly. Could it be that that's kind of the same thing that we're doing again, where where damage control comes in and, and lays the wrecking crew off, or these were actually members of Tomb's crew? Yeah, and Tomb didn't bring him them along.
2: I think I think you're you you could be onto something there. That would make more sense. I don't think we're gonna get the silly like enchanted crowbar origin, like in <laughs> in the uh, show. But yeah, I think it's going to be more grounded. Like they're just a bunch of thugs with, like, you know, heavy machinery as weapons. You might have hit the nail on the head there, Jeremy. Hi, <laughs> damn. Hey, I'm confirming it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. I, I've only watched this. Tra- I think I've watched the trailer twice. I, I didn't, nothing ever actually jumped out and grabbed me. The, the CGI honestly didn't even jump out and grab me. It was, I saw so many rumors about it being bad that I actually wanted to watch it on TV, and I never did before we recorded this. But it never stuffed out as as being bad to me. So
2: yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't like the way the CGI looked, but I feel like they're gonna make it better when the actual show premieres. So we mentioned damage control and like possibly fire them off at the be- the very beginning of that trailer. We see some like SWAT team members, like. Holding some like blue, like laser guns or something at, 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 I'm assuming She Hulk. Is that going to be damage control or do you think that's going to be in the comics? There was a group of individuals led by Thunderbolt Ross, which I know the actor is now dead. Is that going to be the Hulk Busters, where it's a group of, in the comics, it was like a group of army men led by Thunderbolt Ross? Uh, I could see it being something to
0: that degree, especially with them having Abomination captured and stuff. I think one of the other clips was something about her being a lawyer for their superhero division or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So, if we're going to have lawyers for a superhero division, then why would we not have the Hulkbusters or something like that? That would mm-hmm. be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I've not heard that rumored at all. So, that would be cool if it, it snuck by a lot of people.
2: Yeah since you brought that also up it looks like in the trailer she's going to be representing the abomination blonsky it it would appear that way which is going to be weird and like you said it looks like he's able to have control now cuz that's something he wasn't able to do in the in the comics he was just always once he turned into abomination he was always abomination huh. also in the press release it is said that Wong is going to be premiering in the show. So maybe we'll finally get our answer on why him and Wong are doing like underground fight club things. Oh yeah. And my, my wife, I have to mention this. My wife said more than likely, if it's going to have like deal a lot with like courtroom scenes, she'll probably like Jennifer Walters. She Hulk will probably call Wong as maybe like as a character witness for Blonsky changing, possibly. <laughs> okay. I also have to mention that if you pause it, Blonsky looks like they're doing the same thing from Moon Knight. Blonsky's, like, jumpsuit that he's wearing when he's in prison has a QR code. Oh, really?
1: Oh, cool. That'd be interesting. There was one I was going to ask about is, and I was talking to, to another friend of mine about it. I believe there had been, like, maybe some kind of rumor or something of Frogman. Yeah. <laughs> and for, first off. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Who? Yeah. (laughs) So I, once again, figured you'd ask this as well. (laughs) So Frogman is Eugene Patio. His mother was kind of like the breadwinner in their family. She died of cancer. His father was a terrible inventor, invented these like electrocoils and created the frog suit and became a super villain and then he met like an untimely end and then his son found the frog suit decided to become a superhero so it's like the
1: green goblin but like reverse
2: almost a little bit <laughs> yes it's the green frog <laughs> yeah
0: so not only could it be frog man but it could also be leap frog
2: uh, what who is that two
1: different people
0: yeah there's a leap frog as well. No, oh, I didn't know that.
1: Was he just going <laughs> yeah. around like jumping over people?
0: <laughs> Apparently, um, I I cause I, I'm part of this app and they, they send out notifications when supposed characters are either cast or what have you, or there's speculation going on. And so they had to do a retraction on one of their alerts that they sent out because they were saying uh either leapfrog or frogman, whichever one. And they're like, well, it could be this character or it could be it could be Frogman or it could be Leap Frog. And so looking at you know the the stuff from Leap Frog, Leap Frog appeared in a Daredevil comic for the first time, Daredevil 25. And also in Marvel Team-Up 121, we got the first appearance of Frogman, Eugene Patilio, is that what you who you were talking about a second ago? Uh
2: yeah, it's Patilio, I believe is how it's pronounced. But yes. Okay. Okay. And that's actually the son of Leap Frog. Oh, okay, so Leap okay, I see. Leap Frog was the name. I thought it was called Frogman as well. His father Vincent Patio. Well, that's that's
0: that's just what this is saying, whether it's true or not, or I, most of the time they're really good. That's what that's all this app is about, is finding things like that. And so they're really really good and very conscious about putting out the good information. But yeah, apparently there is a connection between Leap Frog and Frogman, so it could be either one of them possibly in this this show.
1: Well,
2: and also what part of that trailer is Frogman? <laughs> yeah. So you see a guy in like almost like a goofy looking Power Ranger outfit. If you'd watch it again, he's in like an all green suit with like this ridiculous looking like helmet. And it's got like two big eyeballs on the top. And it kind of looks uh. like it doesn't really look like a frog, but <laughs> it, it's probably Frogman. Gotcha.
1: I'll have to rewatch it and see if I can spot that.
0: I've also heard rumors of Serpent Society coming in. Could that be oh, a member God. of the Serpent Society? <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> I hope not. I mean, legit. Like that's legit. Something that's a rumor I've been hearing going around that they're they would be bring, that somebody would, is talking about bringing in Serpent Society.
2: Uh, I hope not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like if they did it, like Luke Cage, Cottonmouth was. But you also had Ali doing Cottonmouth, and that was just yeah. Oh, hot damn! That was that was a performance there.
2: Yeah, Cottonmouth was cool, but the the other one—I forget the one that ends up being his brother—is just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> that was rough. That was rough.
0: <laughs> All right, what what kind of speculation? What kind? Of, where are we going with this? What are we thinking about this? I know it's just the one trailer. Uh, it's pretty anticipated though. Supposedly we're getting it here, and what? Uh, four months?
2: Yeah. Possibly? I think me personally, obviously we're going to get the Jennifer Walters like is in some kind of car crash. I think that's how she's going to we didn't say that but for those who don't know her like origin of how she got her powers is she's like going to die and Bruce gives her blood transfusion. It gives her the powers of the Hulk. She's slightly different than Banner though in the MCU Banner seems to have more control now over the Hulk. And she can willfully change between Hulk. She has all of her intelligence. The only thing is she loses her inhibitions, which we kind of see that in the trailer where she apparently gets real horny and decides she's going to go on Tinder. And she's just swiping right (laughs) where everybody. And then like she goes on a date and it's all like, yeah, let's bring the fries back home, which I love (laughs) that we at the end we see her carrying her date to the bedroom and yeah, like death by (laughs) 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 snoo-snoo. But yeah, I think we'll see her obviously learning how to be She-Hulk. I think we're going to see a lot more courtroom like drama type stuff. At least I'm kind of hoping for that because that's sort of her bag. I also want to know there's that line that I really find funny where She's like talking with her best friend and they're saying like, you know, why don't you be a superhero? And she's like, that's for billionaires, narcissists, and weirdly like adult orphans. (laughs) So Jennifer Walters, not many people know this or maybe some people do, but Jennifer Walters was Deadpool before Deadpool, meaning she actually broke the fourth wall. She would constantly like address the readers in the comic. And she would like, oh, like there'd be funny moments where she'd be like, oh, I'm late for work. I got to get there quick. And she, it would, they would draw her like jumping from one comic panel to the next (sighs) into like her office. And she'd be like, oh, thank God I'm there. So I'm wondering, will we get more of a Deadpool, like her breaking the fourth wall in this?
0: I was wondering that as well. Cause that kind of is something that I think around volume two of She-Hulk is where that kind of started really coming in. I mean, like her first, I want to say her first cover appearance in that volume, she was standing there on the cover and she's like, look, and she was holding up a copy of her first appearance. And she's saying, look, you got a second chance. Now, if you don't make this work, I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to tear up all your X-Men (laughs) ones. That's funny. So um, it it is pretty cool. It is something different? It would be cool to have somebody outside of Deadpool doing that, especially if, you know, they were to make Deadpool R rated. Mm -hmm. I have, I have two other questions. Did we need Professor Hulk to do to make Jennifer Walters the Hulk that she is? What I'm saying is, is did we need that Hulk? Is that why we have Professor Hulk now? Was that leading up to Jennifer the whole time that him being able to combine the two and to be able to offer his his blood that way, make it to where she's able to, like, have kind of the same as him now, but not to the extent as him now. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, I see what you're saying. I, I don't know, man. Like the last time we saw Banner, he was Banner, and he had his arm in a sling. Mm-hmm. So, is this taking place during? Is this taking place before in game? Maybe I don't know. That was my second. That was my second question that I wrote
0: down. Bruce is the Hulk. He's Professor Hulk through all this. So, what time period is this? Because, like you said, in Shang Chi, the end credit scene. He he is straight up Banner in a, with a sling with an arm sling, so you know that he's used that gauntlet and it's it's transferred not only from his Hulk form, but to his physical form. Mm-hmm. So this is so this is obviously before Infinity War that this has happened. So is this it has to be sometime during the blip as well because before it in in Infinity War he was he was having issues. And then we jump to Endgame, and he's fixed that. So between Infinity War and Endgame, he's made the transformation to Professor Hulk. Mm-hmm. And by the end of Infinity War, or by the end of Endgame, he's jacked up his arm. And at the end of Shang Chi, it's Banner with a jacked up arm. Yeah. So this has got to happen somewhere in that blip.
1: So does he? I mean, I'm assuming at some point he does kind of get over. Like I said, his arm does heal from that. I mean, does it? Does it have that same kind of thing that happens in the in the comics? Whenever I mean, is he the one that does the snap in the comics?
2: No, to bring him back. Oh No, okay. it, it, no. The everything that you've seen as far as Thanos, like getting the Infinity Stones and the Infinity Gauntlet, other than when he snaps half of all of life in the universe, it's completely different in the comics. Oh, okay, like complete. Like Nebula is one of the ones that kind of undoes Thanos. Oh. Like she basically, Thanos is not paying attention. She grabs the Infinity Gauntlet and undoes everything for like the last twenty four hours. But that's there's a whole lot of crazy nonsense that goes on in <laughs> Infinity. It uh, was it Infinity Gauntlet, I think, is the storyline where Thanos snaps and it deals with Adam Warlock and yeah, Living Tribunal and all that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a crazy crazy story, but yet yeah, forget everything. As far as, like, the comics go, like, n- like he doesn't snap and hurt his arm in the comics. Hulk is supposed to have, like, superhuman healing. Yeah. So, one of my theories is, like, maybe he, it, this is after, I have no proof yet because they don't show that, but my thought was maybe he's turning into Professor Hulk to heal his arm now or something. But I, I think more than likely you're right, Michael, where it is taking place, like, during the blip.
0: So then that begs the question of where's she Hulk during Infinity War?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's still in training.
0: <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so.
1: Or either she couldn't get over that last Tinder date.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, we got any more speculation or anything else we want to see from
1: the show? I will say, uh, I don't know. I don't remember right now off the top of my head if it was originally in there, but if you actually if you actually just watch the trailer, which I, I did just a few minutes ago, it says on August seventeenth in the trailer. Now, oh, does it? I don't know if it did originally or not. I didn't. I didn't pay attention, but yeah, it says in the trailer on August seventeenth. Okay, I guess they just submitted to it then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> So I don't know if maybe like they had changed it or or what happened there, but yeah, it says August seventeenth now. Cool.
0: I mean, it makes sense if you're going to drop a trailer to go ahead and put the release date on it. So yeah. And maybe that's why we went ahead and got a trailer is because supposedly that gotten leaked and it doesn't take long for anything to circle the world now. <laughs> All right. So it's come to my attention that uh, actually Richard did. He, Richard brought to my attention that we've not done whelm factors on this on this trailer. So, Jeremy, what say you on your whelm factor for this? How hyped are you for it?
1: Uh, honestly, I'm just, just whelmed. I mean, I don't know. I, it's not one that... It, it's no Captain Marvel. So it's, it's <laughs> gonna already be knocked down a few there. So, but I mean, I'm obviously interested, especially what we've been talking about now has kind of piqued my, my interest more as far as seeing like where it is in the timeline and trying to figure out what all is happening there. So, um, I, I guess Moon Knight has me like cautious now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get too excited and then just be let down.
2: Yeah, like Moon Knight does have me gun shy as well, but I'm pleasantly whelmed by this. If it, you know, I don't know. I have a feeling it's going to be fun and funny, yeah. not like actiony and dark and stuff like that. So, yeah.
0: I was going to say, uh, bad CGI or not, this lady seems a lot more fun than Brie Larson. So, yeah, her acting what? is far.
1: <laughs> I'm out. I quit.
0: <laughs> uh i i am i'm not pleasantly whelmed, but i'm highly I, i'm on the high end of whelmed so it does look like it's fun i'm not put off by the cgi because again i i couldn't really it really just didn't strike me as bad so maybe i just have eyes then and maybe if i watch it on tv i'm like oh it really is rough cgi <laughs> Okay. I'm interested to see the story and, and how it relates to everything else that we've seen so far. Because with Secret Invasion being during the blip, and we know that now, and this, when you put stuff together, it seems like it's during the blip as well. Like, it, it just seems like we're getting a lot of blip stories, which kind of understandable. It's a five-year period. Mm-hmm. I eventually want to get out of this whole blip thing. Like, yeah, and and maybe I'm asking for it for too soon because of how big they've made this universe. But at some point in time, like the people of the Marvel universe and us watchers have to get over the blip.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the same way, Michael. Like as much as I, like there's this five-year span that they didn't really tell us anything. So I am interested in like seeing maybe what went on. But I assumed from like in-game when like, Caps doing the like the circle like the AA meeting kind of thing that it was all just like grim and dark and depressing. But if it is taking place during the the blip that maybe life sort of just went on. (laughs)
1: Life finds a way.
2: (laughs) And that begs another
0: question of why do you need lawyers in in their superhero division? Mm -hmm. Like why do we need superhero lawyers at that point in time? Which. It's not like superheroes stopped doing stuff. They probably did more stuff at that point, but still, it may bring a lot of questions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, we, is that it? We closing? Yeah, oh,
1: yeah. I think we're good. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, where can they find you yet? Uh, they can find me on Twitch, playing a little bit of here or there under the handle. What game is that? Uh, well, I know I kind of that came out like that <laughs> came out as playing a game, almost sounding like it would be here or there, which maybe they should come out with that game. I don't know who knows. Um, it's another copyright there here on Copy podcast, but (laughs) yeah, you can find me playing on there. Uh, just kind of whatever under the handle night, fury, GTO that's night with a K. And of course you can find me here.
2: All right then. Richard, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. If you want to contact me directly, my handle is night curry, night, like day and night and curry with a K. We also have a Instagram. It is comically comics podcast. And if you want to send us a email directly, we have a Gmail at comicallycomicspodcast at gmail.com.
1: And I wasn't going to mention, probably going to put it out there here in a couple of weeks. Might be making an appearance at a Comic-Con here in Alabama. Anybody wants to visit. That's
0: exactly what I was going to say is that by the time this recording comes out that Saturday, June, Fourth and fifth, you should be able to see the majority of us at one point or another at the Alabama Comic-Con in Birmingham, Alabama. So if you happen to be in the vicinity or if you happen to be at the con, if you happen to be there, come find us. We'll have a little booth set up. Uh, I think we're going to have like a cutout for you to be able to take a picture with. And on top of that, we're going to be trying to give away uh, trades. And my goal is to give away a trade once every hour. So come by, check us out, come hang out with us. Um, I think I'm gonna try and shoot some video and possibly put that on YouTube as well. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> high ambitions, y'all. High ambitions. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Shooting for the moon.
0: Oh, yeah. May completely miss the
1: not moon night.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no point. He's invincible. So <laughs> You can find me on Instagram and whatnot at the handle 22 underscore comics. You can also find me on YouTube at 22comics. Thank you all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. And with all that being said, say goodbye,
2: Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye. (laughs) You could be an Avenger. Oh, I'm not a superhero. That is for billionaires and narcissists and adult orphans for some reason.